This time on the Popular Parallax. When the twilight is gone. Ah. And no songbirds are singing. Ah. When the twilight is gone. Ah. You come into my heart. Ah. And here in my heart you will stay. While I pray. Twin Peaks or Firewalk a Mile in My Shoes. Jerrica Lala, and with me, that gummy likes is about to come back in style. It's Captain Nancy. Nance? Mm, nom nom nom. Choo choo choo. Mm, thrills. That's what I always imagine that gum to be. Mm-hmm. I always think it's like this 50s gum, mm-hmm. like a thrills gum that was mm-hmm. soap flavored. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's something awful. Like, you don't see Leland just putting gum in his mouth and thinking it tastes good. Right. Because he's yeah. a reptile yeah. of a human being. Mm-hmm. I think that you're probably right. Probably tastes like soap. And if it's Lynchian, then it, it also probably tastes like the feeling that you get where, you know, you feel calm, but then you just get a sudden knot in your stomach and you're like, something's just not Right. It's if, happening if again. To taste basically. Like a yeah, yeah, you're like, it's happening again. Yeah. Twin Peaks, starting in what year? 1990. I'm a young person. You're a younger person. Mm-hmm. I'm an infant. You're an I... infant. So you didn't watch it the first time. No, but I But you been did watch it later. You one s- years old. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When I was in middle school, I was very antisocial. Mm-hmm. And uh, not, not, you know, not for want of. of uh, Essentially, I, I was a loser in, in, in middle school and didn't have any friends. So I would go to the video store and rent a lot of older TV shows. When I was younger, it would be like Gilligan's oh, Island. Oh, harking back to not having any TV. Yes, exactly, because we didn't have cable. I see. So mm-hmm. I would go and rent these television shows. And so when I was probably 11 or 12, I came across Twin Peaks and I rented it and it was a sore, sore sore mistake yeah that's the perfect age to watch it if you want it to permanently damage your psyche yeah because that's what happened to me Mm -hmm. i was 12 the first time it came on on tv okay yeah and i had a little plastic tv in my room that probably could have been in laura's bedroom was this like square white plastic tv i would watch it in there my parents really i think had no idea that i was watching twin peaks (laughs) they might have stepped in i would hope but there were i i mostly did really enjoy it but there were sequences that like not just scared me at the time but like permanently like damaged parts of my brain are deeply deeply upsetting about yeah like, like the nature of the one that always sticks out evil. for me is cousin maddie played questionably by cheryl lee as the lookalike cousin mm-hmm. getting sort of in slow motion attacked by bob mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and ultimately murdered yep that stayed with me Till this day, mm-hmm, for whatever reason, because and I don't know if I really I knew like of course I knew sort of what rape was 
But the fear, I didn't, like, that was the first time I'd really seen a show really refer to it and really get into it, especially the incestual nature of it. Yeah. Yeah, it gave me a little scare. That was something that I, I couldn't wrap my head around as a kid was, like, because I, I don't think I understood that Bob was, or Leland was Bob, or Bob was Leland, or however right. Bob in, right. possesses people. So I kind of came away with like, oh, maybe there's this weird complex that Laura has about Leland being Bob and Bob being like a coping mechanism that she had. And I really, I like, it wasn't until I rewatched it, this go around, that I was like, oh, no, no, her her father was raping her. So you think that, that Bob is not a thing at all? No, 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 no. I, I, now I understand, well, as much as you can, what Bob is. But at the yeah. time... No, because to me, really it is didn't. it is up in the air, right? Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, my God. We'll start with... I don't know where to start. <laughs> we'll start Listeners. with... Well, there's so much... Twin Pe- so Twin uh, Peaks, the original series. Uh-huh. This is David Lynch, who's Mark already Frost. done movies to keep you up day in, day mm-hmm. out, decides he's going to TV mm-hmm. with this... What appears on the surface to be almost like a police procedural. Mm-hmm. And it's like this cop drama. Soap Slash opera-ish. very soap opera-ish. Like, I mean, even Leland, Laura's dad, he appeared on soap, uh, soap opera quite famously and he was a bad guy. So he had the casting was pretty good. I find now yeah. watching the oldest, I mean, some of the kids are not great. But some of them are. It's a real some mixed of them. Bag. Are, some of them are. Like but all you, around, it, it does the 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 bad actors pop out at you. Real, yeah. And there's yeah. more of them than there were are there later, like yeah. presently. Yeah. When they oh. they brought it back. Oh my god! Right? No, they nailed every yeah. single. Yeah. And but I think part of that was there was this cheesy soap opera thing, so it was melodramatic. Yeah. It was way over the top, and it was subversive. Like it was supposed to be a parody, bit of a parody. Yeah, and it, it also had a real element of mysticism I don't even want to see science fiction it's like magic it's like the other outer limit parallel world sort of thing going on at one point Kyle McLaughlin and again so I've been binging this for the past couple days I have no idea where where things lie but at one point Kyle McLaughlin says like Oh, I'm gonna. I'm Nancy doing doesn't even know his own name right now. Honestly, I can't tell. I'm, I'm in the upside <laughs> down, but it's it's Lynchian, so it's more like you're up, up sideways, the wall, yeah. sideways. But Kyle McLaughlin says, "I'm I'm gonna do something that I can only really refer to as magic," and then literal magic happens. That's right. And so it's yeah, it's I it's kind of unqualifiable as a TV series. Like it, it doesn't fit any genre. It and I started love that about it. certain things that I think we later took for granted yeah um, like this weird pacing mm-hmm. a non-linear um, narrative not yeah all kinds of things that had been seen that now i think is just like whatever people mm-hmm. don't even think of it well, but this yeah. was the first time you'd seen some of this it's mostly to me it's the pacing is off a step glacial yeah it's points. well it can be glacial and it also it it jumps to places you don't expect it to yeah. and his transitions i will say are genius at yeah. points like the way that he will cut from one scene to another is mind-blowing and how quickly he can turn tone 
around yeah. and just shift. It's rewatching it. There's something that is so 90s about it, like late 80s, 90s, about the score, the style that it's shot in. But it also feels like it could have been shot in that exact same way today and presented and would feel entirely contemporary. Yeah. It's could be the 50s. Yeah, could it be really the 90s. could be kind of anywhere. Could be now. Yeah, because it's absurd in this beautiful way, you really can't lock it down to a time. It's, it's set in a at time but then it's not and it's yeah yeah. it's a mind cracker yeah it also features the performance of the director david lynch who decides to throw himself in there yeah and it's just just enough not Mm -hmm. too much but Mm -hmm. more than most most directors if they do it they'll make a cameo and he was like fuck that i'm gonna be in this thing well i read that he wrote the role with himself in mind of course yeah but he does get away with it yeah. Which is more than I can say sometimes when people try to do that shit. Sometimes oh, it doesn't yeah. work. It does. And it's, I feel like there is a sort of a parallel that he's sort of this, like, he's like the deputy head of the FBI. Yeah. And him being sort of their boss there and also the director of the show. Uh-huh. There's a parallel there, and there's sort of an opportunity to make fun of himself. Oh, sure. That I yeah. love. It's, it doesn't. I don't. It's not like a nudge wink thing, but that's what I observe. That's a really interesting observation. Yeah, and yeah. I totally because he's a little out that. of it. He's not yeah. completely down with what the rest of them are doing, but he's important. Yeah, and he's pretty good. Yeah, his job. Right? Yeah, so yeah. I find that there's a, an interesting parallel there. Yeah, because I can't help but think that he is a little out of it. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Every day. Once a day, give yourself a present. Don't plan it. Don't wait for it. Just let it happen. It could be a new shirt at the men's store, a cat nap in your office chair, or two cups of good, hot, black coffee. Cooper, I think, was created to almost be a relief from the unending weirdness of the other characters of the show. Like, he was sort of the guy you could depend on. He was good-natured to a cartoonish level. Yes. He's a total Boy Scout, Mm -hmm. but he was really, to me, the only solid guy in there. Like, none of the other... Every other character, even the the good guys, like the sheriff, I just, I was just like, what's going to happen? There's always an Who's edge. Gonna be, yeah, yeah, because you just, you don't know what could happen in Twin Peaks. There's this, just like this evil mist in the air everywhere. Well, they, They're they, all they aware of it. outright say that. They outright say it. Yeah. I feel like everyone has this flicker where you think they could turn. And yeah. he's the only one who I never felt like that. Like as a kid watching it, I completely trusted him. Yeah. Which makes for a horrifying betrayal near the end of the series. But we'll get to that in a minute. Cheryl Lee. Who is so good. She is good. She grew on me. She, as, as Maddie, it's it, there's a bit of... It's forced to me. I mean, yeah. I can tell. She'd never been on TV. She'd never been in a movie. And I think you can tell. There is something arresting and compelling. And yeah. that's what Lynch saw. And that's why he kept bringing her back. Well, that he, She was hired to be a dead girl. And yeah. That was it. And then he was like, saw something in her. Really loved her performance. And then he wrote Maddie because yeah. he liked her so And reading more about it, there's a lot of things that would change on... not seeming, Seemingly on the fly. Like mm. that he would write and adapt as they went along and and change a lot of the course of the story because of things that he saw that he liked or little moments. Bob was something that came out of filming. He saw his, I think it was his lighting tech uh, hiding behind a bed and just that image 
struck him and so he had he had the scene where right, where Laura's mom sees him behind the bed for the first yeah. time and then I think Bob was like built off that I don't I'm not so this is sure. uh Frank Silva the late Frank Silva as yeah. Bob who sadly was not able to return mm-hmm. because he's uh, he passed away and Grace Zabriskie as Sarah Palmer what a <laughs> cast you got like she always nails it she she's the weirdest fucking woman yeah. you've ever seen she's perfect she's a little keyed up uh, yeah little high key oh my god for, the whole for thing. anyone who complains about Winona Ryder's hysteria <laughs> in Stranger Things, please lo- watch Twin oh, Peaks. Oh, please. And just, she, and just Winona put it in Ryder is like a homeless person compared to Grace Zabriskie, okay? <laughs> don't even bring up Winona Ryder to me. Grace is amazing. Leland, don't ruin this too! <laughs> oh, <yo. laughs> So, Laura, one of my favorite things. Yeah. He, but you know, and you know what? That is such a funny scene because he is. Is it like it's Ray Wise? He fucking goes for it. There's like he is a ham and cheese sandwich all the way through. Even when he's being like evil, it's so, it's so much. And as funny as that scene was, I have to say. When I was watching the show as a younger person, very younger person, mm-hmm. when that funeral scene happened, I thought the dad killed her. Because it was too much. Really? He was a nut job. It was too That's weird. That's intuitive. That's really intuitive. It was intuitive too video. weird. And I listen, I still feel that way. Yeah. Because I'm just like, okay, so Bob murdered her, but who was raping her the whole time? Was it you, Leland? Like, he's such a creepy fucker. You know, when we get into the, you know, when they decided to do Firewalk with me, which is not easy to watch they start uh... to missed the curtain on Leland and Bob which I appreciate because I thought it was a bit of an out in the, in the like, second like it was season. like oh yeah. it wasn't me I was a bad guy and I was like uh, what have I done yeah like and I mean I that's, love it's her. great and you know what Cooper goes right for it yeah like they're, because they none of them none of these cops and you know, he doesn't want to believe this guy did this disgusting act so they're like oh okay maybe it was this mm-hmm. You know, because then they all saw this creature, this yeah. Bob creature. <laughs> I used to say, like, Silva is Bob. You do start to think of him as an animal. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's amazing. For sure. In this role. He's amazing. Uh, and it's not really that much. But what is there? He scared the hell out of me. And left such an impression that like he was he was such a presence through the whole remount even though he like they they super yeah they used they were very very wise though again with keeping it not too much yeah just a little just enough to scare you yeah but not too much maybe the birth of bob he's real he's getting to know me now he speaks to me what does bob say He says he wants to be me or he'll kill me. No. No. Yes! Yes! What? 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 Fire. Walk. With me. Fire Walk With Me, it almost lost the entire like absurd edge that the first yeah. two seasons had which... the second season especially the second season is very problematic yeah probably shouldn't have done it no no and I read that the network was really pushing for David Lynch and Mark Ross to wrap up the murder too because no, that was they that was such forced a huge... them to yeah they were yeah, like we really can't leave people along like this and really they didn't want to ever say which I they advertised they the whole show with who killed Laura Palmer who killed so he like America was obsessed yeah. they wanted to know the answer and people love Laura Palmer as soon as you get the answer it's over yeah 
I almost feel like they should have wrapped it up after the first season. They should have Bob or whatever, Mm -hmm. and then wrapped it up because the second season is hard to watch. Yeah, it's the first season's only eight episodes, Mm -hmm. which is sort of more what it should be. Mm -hmm. And then the second season, they were like, "We want twenty episodes of this," and it's like, "How do you keep it that creative and odd Mm -hmm. and crank out twenty episodes?" And they couldn't. Lynch sort of stepped back from it, and you can sense as soon as he takes his hands off it, it goes south yeah quick like it gets all these sort of ridiculous comedic side plots that don't, that don't well it's not balanced anymore no. it's more ridiculous than spooky so yeah. you're just like what the fuck so, like i remember just going like i gave up on it and i sort of came back to it because i wanted to see how it wrapped up and yeah. those scared the fuck out of me too yeah when i was re-watching it i realized i didn't watch all of season two i i must have Nobody stopped at some did. point their ratings tanked like, by the time Twin Peaks was over, they'd been, like, the biggest hit of the year the yeah. first year it was on. And by the time the series wrapped, out of 89 network shows, it was 85. Oh, So oh that's a long way to fall down. Yeah. So that's how yeah. bad, and it was. It was that bad. I think people were just like, I'm checking out of this. Especially, they wrapped up the murder and i think people were like okay i'm out you can't keep the show going no a suspense once that's over they kept trying to introduce new plot lines that he didn't give a fuck about left twin peaks yeah it's like well why why have him on the show at all anymore like you don't need his storyline at all yeah really in the second season yeah especially once he leaves But another thing that I also didn't realize is that the first and second season came out in the same year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were pushing it. Like, I... I, Cranking it That's insane to me that that you would have that quick of a turnaround. Like, they must have been filming season two before season one aired. Blows my mind. And it also speaks to the quality of the second season that it really feels rushed and Oh, yeah. It's, It's not the same show. It's too bad. Yeah. But now I feel like it's okay to spoil the first series. <laughs> so we're going to we'll be a little more careful with the, the second, the new series, but yeah. you still should have watched it by now. So we'll just say spoil alert for everything, but yeah. we'll try to take it easy. The finale of Twin Peaks, and I mean, we've skipped over a ton. It's so complex. There's so much. Like we it's have to so do nuanced. Yeah, <laughs> this could be a whole podcast. Yeah. For me, as a kid watching, it, it was like the ultimate betrayal okay and it, it again scared the piss out of me and it was over yeah there was no coming back to it you just were left with that you're just like there if i had so, watched that in real time i would have i think i think i would have been a lot more angry than watching it now knowing that there's more twin peaks like if you didn't I know firewalk with me was coming if you didn't know 25 I years that later angry i was just incredibly disturbed i can see people being upset with with it because Me the show too. was so good and then within a year's time within six months time yeah took a, a, to a nosedive nose and then you were given this really unsatisfying ending with a show that did change a lot of norms yeah. in terms of how tv was made i don't find it unsatisfying now i don't but i think in if if i was living in 1990 if yeah. i was no <laughs> offense but older thing. than 11 <laughs> like like if i yeah, if yeah, i was yeah. like an adult living in yeah, 1990 yeah, yeah. then i i would have been I probably would have shot the TV. I thought it was the perfect ending for Twin Peaks. I just feel like if you didn't really, if you really thought you were going to get like a bread and butter ending, like here you go, it's a ham sandwich and it's nice, you're never going to get that. Nothing's going to be totally resolved. No. The level that he got with that ending of fear for me, and that's McLaughlin. Because there's no other sort of like, 
I don't know how really handsome he is, but he's sort of a pretty face. He's he's a handsome man. He's a nice looking yeah. man. He's a weirdo, which yeah. gives him that so like the Dilf yeah, daddy, absolutely. you know. I don't know how many guys that age, like the age he was at that time could make me believe that transformation because it's a lot to ask and it was as scary as hell. So what happens is is he's gone into the Black Lodge. Oh to get Annie out of there, who's this waitress he very quickly fell in love with, like, right at the end. That was kind of <laughs> Heather was... Graham's gig, though, in yeah. the 90s, was she come in and then guys just fall all yeah, over that's, her. Yeah, that's what happened. So they did that. She wasn't great, but... No, she, was, ter- she was terrible, she's comparatively. But it was fun. Yeah. And Lynch loves teenage blondes. Like, yeah. that's his whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, she was so young. Oh yeah. God. He has to go in to save her. There have been mention of doppelganger mm-hmm. yeah. in the Black Lodge. And by the way, if you don't know, the Black Lodge is this sort of portal in the woods. Yeah. Where you go into this netherworld. Mm-hmm. That sort and what you usually see is the red room, which is like the waiting room yeah. for the Black Lodge. And it is with some weird tile and curtains. Making the scariest fucking place you can imagine. Like this, is like Chevron. Yeah, these Chevron tiles. There's the no there predictable yeah. rhythm to it. There's no. Everybody's sort of talking, yeah, sounding yeah. a bit backwards, what, that, walking backwards. The, the voices in the red room. Yeah. In 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 the black lodge, like that's. I, at first, I was like, "What's happening with my TV? Did I fuck?" It? And and then these subtitles come on, and I'm like, "Wait, what? Is this in French?" And now I I yeah. like I just I had and it's well, it's great. it's like meant it's, to sound like backwards talking, but it's not. No, it's just the tone goes up and down, and it's very it feels strange. Like he, he like cuts random vowels out of these very words. Very famously made fun of this while Twin Peaks was on, which yeah. was one of my favorite Simpsons ever. I'm not following you. Burns is huge. Burns is huge. Huh? Look at Burns' suit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how popular, because I mean, if you made it onto The Simpsons, Simpsons you, were, you, were sad, you, were, yeah. you were very pop culture. But yeah, so he has to rescue uh, old Annie mm-hmm. out of there, and he appears to but we also see that there's a doppelganger of him yeah inside but then we see him and annie wake up on the outside and they seem like they're fine even though she's quite badly injured she's bloody and she's injured but he's saved her yeah and uh, because the two coopers kind of fight well they kind of chase each other around yeah but then they he gets out yeah he seems to be fine yeah and in your last scene, he wakes up and he's, you know, he says, how's Annie doing? And they say, oh, she's fine. She's in the hospital. So he goes to the bathroom to brush his teeth and squeezes the whole tube. I, this is written on my soul, this scene. I'll never forget. The squeezes of the, the whole tube into the into sink, the sink mm-hmm. and cracks his head right into the mirror. And when he pulls back, there's Bob is the reflection in the mirror. How is Annie? How's Annie? How's Annie? How's Annie? How's Annie? How's Annie? 
Kyle, you're such a oh. maniac. I'm trying to think of other like primetime guys. Like very few guys could do that mm-hmm. with me believing it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's because he always has this creepy undertone to him. There's, I mean, if you can see Blue Velvet, oh. he's actually like Dale Cooper, but way creepier. Yeah. Way creepier in Blue Velvet. And in this, they cleaned it up. But he always has that undertone. Mm hmm. Where he could be a terrifying creep, but he's a super nice guy. He's so cheerful and seemingly. Yeah. 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 So. So he sold it brilliantly. Yeah. And that was lit. And then the credits come up. And then that's it. That's all. That was Twin Peaks. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Because Bob had escaped from Leland and killed Leland. Yeah. And just gone. So you go, oh, I wonder what happened to to Bob. Oh God. There he is. So. We're left sort of with the the hint that Cooper mm-hmm. is in that lodge. Is now. trapped in the Black Lodge yeah. and the doppelganger cut out. And this brings up some questions I have about the season three that I don't quite understand, but we'll get there. Firewalk with me. So this was ninety two. Yeah, so a year and Lynch a half later. finds out he's not getting his show back. It's canceled. Yeah, it's big time canceled. Yeah, he did, and he did. He asked people to like write to the network and stuff, and I'm just like, David. If you didn't want the show to flop, maybe you should. Well, you should have watched it a little more carefully. But I do understand his stepping away because they, that creative control is kind of being wrestled from him. I get it too, but I don't get him saying, "Can you please write the network and try to save the show for a third season?" Yeah. It was like, where would a third season have gone to? If Nowhere. you were so unhappy with the second season, yeah. Why? And I mean, yeah. then so he goes, "Okay, I'm going to make a, a movie yeah. in the Twin Peaks universe." So it's Firewalk with Me, mm-hmm. which everyone was expecting think, to be a sequel. I think everybody thought you were going to find out what happened with Cooper. You're going to nope. It's a pre- sort mm. of a prequel. It's sort of the it last. It's the last seven days of Laura's life. Yeah. Yeah. And it is very dark and it's very difficult to watch for me. Yeah, none at all what I was expecting. I get stuff about it that he did. I don't think it's worthless. No, no. But if you love everything about Twin Peaks and the quirks and stuff, it's not a guarantee you're going to love this. No. And um, they did in 2014, I think it was, he re-released it called Firewalk With Me, The Missing Pieces. And uh-huh. so he included, uh, which I haven't seen but he included deleted scenes from Firewalk with oh. me that kind of flesh it out. <laughs> I was going to say, bring... I don't think I want to see deleted scenes from Firewalk well, with me. Well, it provides a little more context. There are some scenes that are probably sh- that I have watched that probably should have been in the original. Right. This... It sort of becomes more of just a horror movie. It is. Oh, it really I, is yeah. super gross. It gets far more graphic. You see, oh god, that that when you see what happens the night. That Laura dies, yeah. and it's so upset. Yeah, it's, it's really it's graphic. It's it's upsetting. And, and, and Cheryl, you're Cheryl... resting a whole movie on old Cheryl Lee, and I'm not taking it. I bought most of really? it. Really, I did. I she really, yeah. I mean, she tries very hard because she's given a tall order. Exactly. There, like... Yeah, and I'm that's why I don't want to shit on her too much, but. I found, and I, I get it. He wanted to make it about her and he wanted to take everybody's, you know, everybody's love, coffee loving mm-hmm. favorite man out mm-hmm. of there. But I find without Cooper in there, it really takes a dive. Well, there's it's, no balance. It's so dark. It's well, there's just no so balance dark. to yeah. it. Right? It just is unrelenting. Yeah. And so you see Laura who is battling, she's like fending off Bob, which you yeah. don't really know. You don't really know that until this season, season three, where they fully explain, like, okay, how Bob and Laura are, like, 
connected. The scene where you see Bob like birthed for after the atomic bomb, and then you see the giant well, who like creates the whole creates Judy thing Bob. too. She's like on the verge of possession the whole time, and so she's got these like crazy turns that happen out of nowhere, and she's acting yeah. psychotically. It's the Exorcist, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The scene in the train is yeah. so fucking awful. Yeah. yeah. So you see Laura and and her life as she's started to work. As like an escort, yeah, it's a hooker in this weird fucking brothel. That's a Canadian brothel. A Canadian brothel. Canadian brothel. Hometown glory. Weird. I don't know. Like I know there's very mixed reviews. There's good and bad. And some people go back. They say they go back now and they realize it's a masterpiece. I don't think it is. I think it's an interesting try. But do I want to watch it again? Not really. Because it's it's Twin Peaks without the fun. Mm-hmm. I and do without th- any television restrictions. So I have to watch girls with their titties out, getting cut up. Yeah. But n- now with the with season three, it, yes. it makes a lot more sense. And there's there's a lot of things yeah, that, that was doing that on in season three. Too, that are, because I feel like part of it was so we're gonna explain like we're gonna make Firewalk with me happen here. We're gonna make it happen, you guys. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I get it, David. Like Yeah. Yeah, you get in season three, when they find Laura's diary, the pages, pages yeah. and then that that's a throwback to Firewalk with Me that's, when yes. Heather Graham makes a real delightful cameo in her bed, in her fucking yeah, bed. Yeah, I know, it's... bloodied and just staring at her. No, he has to he has to make it. So there's a reason that movie exists. Yeah. And that's what he did yeah. in, in the third season. Yeah. And he's going to make sure that everybody fucking watches that movie. Yeah. So that, like, that's what I got from it, to be honest. Because I was just like, Dave, come on. And I mean, I don't have a lot of negative to say about season three. But for that, I was like, okay, like, we know you made Firewalk with me. Like, we've all seen it. Yeah. If you're yeah. watching that show, there's a good chance you've seen it. Yeah, I was thinking about that, watching season three. Like, yeah. could I watch this as a standalone series? You I could. Think you, you there's could. There's visually. And miss story a lot. Like yeah. he really linked it up. A lovely touch about Firewalk with Me is it opens on a TV and you just see a sledgehammer come down and just obliterate this television. It's like yeah. if that's not symbolism for how David Lynch feels I... about working on TV, <laughs> it's not subtle. Like you, it's great. I I know loved it as yeah. soon as it happened. I was like, yeah. Well. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'll You're just making your displeasure known. Because this is the transition into season <laughs> three. Show. But the whole endless conversation about selling your pie out to a big company <laughs> or keeping yeah. it homemade, yeah. I was like, David, get a hold on yourself. <laughs> Oh my god, I don't care about this pie. We like, get it. Your Norma's pie I, is yeah, your uh, genius. Okay. Like, there were some things mm-hmm. in season three where I was just like, is this happening? Like, yeah. are you fucking like, are kidding, you me? kidding me? But Did you bring like, back Audrey Ferdinand? I've got 18 no hours and you're going to fucking watch this. I know you're <laughs> yeah, going to watch it. And I yeah. was like, okay, I was strapped in. And then yeah. I'd be like, oh, it's a long conversation about pie. But it was fine it, because that's what we want from Twin Peaks. Yeah. Because there, <laughs> there was so much exciting. And then there were these certain scenes where you'd watch a man sweep a floor for, for six minutes, yep, real time, yep. clean up this floor. But sleepwalkers playing in the background so and i'm thrilled right you're just waiting for something to happen and guess what it doesn't and david lynch <laughs> is just like, sitting there fuck you masturbating everybody. watching people watch <laughs> twin peaks and just like 
oh, I'm so fucking good. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah, David, you are. You are. You, you are. are. When they first started talking about this return, seriously, mm-hmm. I didn't even want to think that it would actually happen. And then it almost didn't mm-hmm. because HBO was like, um, we're going to try to make this, but Lynch's too expensive. So we're not. And I was just like, oh my God. And then the next day, like every actor quit. That was yeah. the greatest thing. Yeah. And then they were like, um, okay, so we found a little bit more money. I was like, yeah, you better fucking make it. I actually thought it was going to be canceled. I just thought that's going to be it. Because I knew the actors weren't do it. If everything wasn't lined up just perfectly, yeah. No, yeah. why? Why come back? And... Well, why even try to do Twin Peaks without David Lynch? You saw what happened in season two. They were You were all there. It you was were terrible. All there. The idea of going to the enormous trouble of bringing it back and then not using him was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard of. So HBO, thanks for sort of smartening up and going, oh, I guess we should do this properly if we're going to do it. Think of the people they got back. The trouble they went to to make it so good and even consider not having him in. Hello, I'll see you. Twin Peaks The Return. I was... That first double episode, I was transfixed to... I didn't blink, I don't think, for like two hours. It was... (laughs) Watching that, I was so... I was thrilled. And it it starts with with a riddle with the giant. You're instantly there. You're, oh yeah, you're right back and where... right with Cooper. Yep. So they give you the small satisfaction of seeing him, of being like, okay, there in he is, his right mind. Yeah. But in the, he's still stuck in, in the Black Lodge. In the Black Lodge, the Black Lodge is like a labyrinthian nightmare. It yeah. is. It I is wonder wild. If, I wonder seeing Lynch... so much more of it than before. Yeah. I wonder if he if he based it off anything like what his inspiration for well, the Black Lodge was. There's a lot of noir references in there. Yeah. Just the fact that it's this high contrast black and white, the way everyone's styled mm-hmm. is really interesting to me. If it's like a specific ring of hell or if it's like, yeah. where did the lodges it's come from? It's just this it's, other yeah. place mm-hmm. that I feel like is both here and not here. Yeah. Like it even, it's places that occupy the same place as you are, but it's on a different wavelength or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Because then, who do we see? But Miss Laura Palmer, who doesn't really know if she's Ms. Laura, Laura Palmer. Palmer. She's older. She's 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 Cheryl Lee years now. older. She's wearing the same fucking dress. I wonder, what, did, what did she say? She's <laughs> Cheryl's like, I, like, I got back into this dress, everybody. You're welcome. Yeah, she looks fucking good. <laughs> I, I might be a new dress, but it's the same dress that Laura was wearing yeah. in Firewalk with me yeah. in the the big the slit with the black and yep. the jewels yeah yeah um and then and he asks she she's like do you recognize me and he says uh he thinks he did are you yeah. laura palmer and she's like backwards. sometimes i think i know her now that line is from firewalk as well yeah she says that there as a much younger woman yeah sometimes my arms bend back it's and just, the talking in oh, this weird parsy tongue yeah. that they're talking in the whole time she was on my entire body was clenched into a knot i was so tense and she came over and she whispered into his <laughs> Year, and I was like, okay. And then it, it was, oh, she's backing away. And I was like, it's over. It's fine. I was like, she didn't turn into like a screaming death. How, oh banshee. my God. Oh, there's the banshee. Oh, there it is. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There I, she goes. Flying up to it, the ceiling. Why is it so scary? I. Why is she, it so scary? She is, a, she is an incredible screamer. Yeah, she no, has one I mean, of the, the best whole, screams. The whole concept of that lodge. 
is very frightening to me. And I don't know why, because nothing that scary happens in there. It's inescapable. It's the inhumanness of the movement and the talking. Yeah. Is so unsettling. Like, Lynch really knows how to push your buttons. He... Is there anyone better at making you feel uncomfortable? Not in that way. No. Because it's a primal fear. He figures out what people are primally afraid of. And that's... Something is there. And I really have trouble defining it. Yeah. Because even I'm watching it and I get a scare of it and I go, why is this so scary to me? Mm -hmm. It's nothing that bad is happening. Like, there's loud noises and there's... But it's sort of almost cheesy. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely But do. there's something about it that is terrifying. And I really admire the ability to take a room with a theatrical curtain and make it this, like, horror show. And this weird, like, Greek bust. That thing scares the fuck it. out yeah, of me. You just... know what it is, too? It's the camera work. The way the camera would drift up to that, that mannequin like it was a real thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus. Now, the tree... What? what do we think of the what? tree? Like, it was odd to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fake- that I mean, and on purpose, mm-hmm. but it was to replace the the little person yeah. gentleman that used to be because I think he said very bad things about Lynch and the show. And oh, they did he? Did not invite him back. Oh, is that right? He's happened? probably the only one who did. I don't know what happened. Okay. I don't know what the issue was, but yeah. I do know that's why he. I'm Didn't sure that's why he's not there. And I also think that's part of the like they were like, "Hey, fucker, this is what we're gonna replace you with, fucking puppet." How about that? A tree with like, some Like, I flesh felt like it was on honestly it. on purpose a little bit. A little like, shady. Like, just to be like, hey, yeah, here's what you are now. A fucking plastic tree a with a weird head. Object. And that, what was awful was it kind of worked. Too. And and then appears in He says he's weird... the extension of the arm. So is that the arm the man is missing? I, the I, armless man? That's what, that's the only thing that's that I can grab onto. That's all I could, I could think onto. of. Be like, okay, it must be... His. Jesus! Uh, <laughs> the whole so thing much. is so scary. <laughs> You're so like, extra, Damon. Yeah, it is pretty extra. <laughs> and I know. I mean, the one thing I noticed that it still had a camp aspect. It still had comedy, but that soap opera tone was really stepped back. Yeah. I think some people didn't love that who were big fans. They were sort of disappointed that that melodrama was sort of toned back. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it is 2017. It's a different time. You can't make the exact same show. And I mean, he made the show. It felt like Twin Peaks to me. Absolutely. Yes. But it also yeah. felt new. And I think that was actually really important that it didn't feel like a total, like just a retread. No. And it's hard to do that when it is mostly the same people, same place. Really, you're following the same fucking story. It's still about Laura Palmer, even though you have a bunch of other stuff going on. It, That's what it fundamentally all boils down to. Is her. There are shows, I'm going to use Stranger Things as an example Mm because it's new. Mm -hmm. I didn't love the first season of Stranger Things. I wasn't going to bother watching season two, Mm -hmm. but they did the trailer with Thriller in it. They hit me right where I live. So I was like, okay. And I did think it was a little improved, but those guys who are writing it are using the time period as a crutch. They're going... Mm Making it in the 80s, not only is everybody like my age going to eat it for breakfast, but then the kids have independence because they don't know. They don't have cell phones. They don't have the... Okay, but so you're saying that your story is dysfunctional unless you have these... These set these things, things and if you don't put them in a different time, in this past time period, you basically think you can do your story. Could Stranger Things happen in 2017? Right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And what I liked about this was 
I got the same feeling as I got in the 90s of what time period is this? But people had cell phones. Mm -hmm. People use Skype. People, So they you embraced... don't need to fucking be like, oh, we can't use cell phones, so make it the 40s or whatever. And he put like, it's fine. I was watching one episode as I was watching, my mom was watching. She was like, that guy looks like the 50s. Like it was all these tough teen dudes they use in it who all look like a snake mm -hmm. but they all have these like elvisy haircuts and stuff yeah. that does put this tone on the show but it's still now mm -hmm. and that makes it more interesting to me me too and i like this not trying to dive away from any technology in order to make the show where it's like that just no they can communicate with each other they do have phones mm -hmm. you can't just shut off a after 2000, no stories can happen because I could phone you. You can't you, do using, that. Yeah. Make, make your story better to yeah. adapt to the yeah. times. And I'm not, or... I'm not just singling out Stranger Things. Like, this has happened a few times. It's just something I've noticed. And that's the most recent one. Sure. Well, because we so often look back and say, oh, if they had cell phones, then none of it would have happened. Exactly. And so now I think there's this skepticism around modern horror or thriller sort of Yeah genres because yeah the use of cell phones and in modern technology it, it really wipes away a lot of the mistakes that people yeah. used to make in horror yeah. movies or or these things that... so it's time to come up with some new mistakes yeah right yeah and some new, which this, some new challenges this series does yeah and i mean mr c who really takes over the whole concept of bob we come into series three mm -hmm. the return mm -hmm. and we yes cooper's still stuck but outside that doppelganger's been living Holy for the last 25 shit. years yeah. and sort of taken on a bit of a Bob look. The His long hair's hair. grown out. Yeah. He's wearing more leather. Yeah. He's very tanned mm -hmm. as opposed to Cooper, who's still very white and looks really very much the same, except mm -hmm. he is older. McLaughlin plays both these parts and sort of a third part with this other Dougie clone of himself. Oh my, yeah. So fucking well especially yeah, when it's uh, who's playing the wife Naomi Watts oh my god that's kills the best it. thing I've ever seen her do k kills yeah. it yeah like she is so fucking Janie E funny Janie E yeah. yeah yeah. but she's also she's very good she's, because she it starts out as a sort of harpish wife mm -hmm. that's a total stereotype and by the she turns it completely around and yeah. it is partially the writing but again not everybody can just do that no she's outstanding yeah the scene where they get attacked by Ike oh, the Spike the, outside. Midgets running around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lynch Lynch likes likes his little people. These it's not just little people. <laughs> when Mister C drives up to that cabin at the beginning to pick up the two the two toughs, the yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a Fellini movie yeah. in there. Oh my God, where's he finding these people? <laughs> but it really worked. Yeah, and that's how he keeps this absurd world going. Is just the characters that he he yeah. collects. And Mister um, C is a scary motherfucker. He's he, yeah. He's terrifying. I said every week, I go, McLaughlin better fucking get an Emmy for this. Yeah. I don't, I still don't think he's going to, but he should. Really? I think, I think. I hope he does. Yeah, I hope he does. Yeah. The it's... dead eyes. Lord Dern shows up. <laughs> Wearing all the wigs now, so well. I like Lord Dern and I'm very happy to see the Dernissance that's yeah. going on right now. Yeah. It's almost as good as the Keanu-sance that's also happening right now. <laughs> But I didn't really want to ever see that character. I so did. You did didn't you? want to see Diane? 
No, because the whole mystique of Diane was that you always saw him talking to her and you never saw her. And then you get to see her and she's not at all what I thought she was going to be. And I loved that for so many reasons. Okay. Like I won't spoil. I mean, there's I a thought lot. There's she, a Diane twist. she did well. She, she did It's nothing really to do with that. But well. I, she yeah. was fierce. I could have, I could have done without seeing who Diane is like ever. I, I'm so happy that that's, I. Because I thought that storyline sort of got, got away from him a little bit. But it's just my opinion. Yeah, okay. The latter yeah. half, it was like, does Diane need to be here all the time? Yeah. It, it yeah. seems a bit... I think it was just, it got real complicated. Like it, Things got real complicated. Real complicated. Especially when you don't bring certain characters back until the like 10th right episode. The Audrey and deserved what, way better. What was that? There's I, I so many... I think uh, she's still in the funny farm. I, I think she's in the coma or... or yeah. yeah. It's, it's the only way that But there's so much of that near the end too. And again, like, look out if you haven't watched it. Please yeah. save this and watch it later if you are interested. I mean, the extent to which I was going how much of this is real by the end was like off the charts. Like it was everything. It was everything. You were yeah. questioning the reality of everything. Yeah. You were yeah. questioning reality itself. Oh, at one point I was like, is yeah. this... Okay, does this town exist or is this all going to wrap up in it's gonna be like yeah. David Lynch playing like, like over a, a an organ. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh yeah, it just turns into him with a, like with a, a, a Twin Peaks dollhouse. Yeah, now we're in yeah the watch. absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. that would have been the greatest <laughs> ending of all time. Actually, like thinking of it, <laughs> or the whole show is like a dream that Kyle MacLachlan's having. Because he would. He's a creepy that, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He's imagining, like, the reality of what his life would be if he, like, hadn't been in Showgirls. And he dreams this whole show. <laughs> we know you were in it, Kyle. We haven't forgotten. We haven't forgotten you were in Showgirls. In the swimming forever. pool. We saw it. We all saw it. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta pay, you gotta pay those gas bills. That's you, know, right. you gotta keep the lights on. <laughs> there, it's... I don't know if he was like piling on these signals and signifiers just to throw people or if they all meant something. That's the thing. Do you know what I mean? Because I was just by the end, I was like, holy shit. Like what just happened? I I felt like I needed like... Like you know, a flow a Claire chart. Danes and Homeland moment where I've just got my wall covered in yeah. different like I'm sticky sure notes there with are red thread there going who, around. Being, okay, do. so if if Richard is Aud- oh yeah, spoiler alert. If Richard's Audrey's son who was like raped by the evil Mr. C, Mr. C yeah. and like then how okay, so that was how, a that was a pretty then? interesting twist. Well, yeah. you th- I think that what with that what they're implying is that the doppelganger like in the hospital yeah, yes. raped her yes. like a long time ago. Yes, when, when he first oh came out God. before he yeah. left Twin Peaks. So, so 25 years scary. This, the, but they're just throwing this shit at you. You have no time to think about it. You're just no. like, what? Uh, and then something else is happening. Yeah, and then they'll have a five minute sequence of an atomic bomb explosion. And it's <laughs> well, that was that episode. Okay, episode eight. Cited in the world. Episode so, eight. That was such a good episode. I was just like, <laughs> I can't. Okay, the little girl. Is it Sarah? Oh, I, th- no. I think it is. Oh, I think that it was, is. Oh, that was Sarah, so gross. That was so it was, gross. It was absolutely horrifying. Oh. But I think that was Sarah Palmer because she's the one that goes through her whole life. She sees that white horse, which yeah. is like the signifier of terrible things. She sees it over and over again. 
by the oh, end of the, but I mean think of what happens to her in series three yeah she turns into a fucking animal yeah. by the end like it's really scary what they do with her too and yeah. she is so scared like she has an animal-esque thing about her oh, and yeah. she went in there yeah she really went in the show's so interesting too with the female characters because at first you watch it and you think this is some misogynistic crap but it's not that simple just like everything else because one he gives the women some really important stuff to do mm-hmm. but two i really got this overall like this is america america hates women this is what women just get every day they're they get punched in the face it treated like garbage and that i started to see this weird pattern come up and i was like this is not by accident no. This is a statement. Yes, I And I mean, the way it comes at when she, Sarah, is this little old lady, goes to a bar and gets harassed by this mm. guy and ends up horribly yeah. killing him. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Oh, it was so... It was just like, boom! It was just you're like, like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. okay, Sarah, you're taking your final form. Yeah. Here, like, when she like, eats his face. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Was she just like, does she take it off or yeah. did she? Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. It was amazing. Does. It was so. Yeah. There's <laughs> just, a lot of face removal in this show too. Worse. Like, and I mean, it, Laura removes yeah. her face at the beginning. And, and then you see like this endless void inside of her. light that's beautiful and yeah. harrowing. Yeah. And what, and, and, and maybe that extends farther back to the, 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 the larger metaphor around women is that women are are the source of everything of life they, because yeah. they really are yeah. and and when you kill that look what happens all of yeah. this shit happens and and really all this shit that is happening in everyone's life is still because Laura died yes like it's all yeah. it all goes back to Laura's hey, death best friend teen angel coke snorting prostitute high school best friend gets murdered by her dad and then nobody's life was ever the same and she has a disaster of a funeral the whole hamlet (laughs) fighting it's like sort of like if ophelia had a funeral but it was way tackier because then the dad jumps on the thing like it is (laughs) the casket's going up and down up up and and down down. (laughs) it's It's yeah that's the fact of series one but it's the greatest thing ever yeah it's so, so good. Let's just fist. introduce a kid with his crazy fist, like the second last episode. Like that could have been any character in it, Twin Peaks, but didn't. Lynch was like, no, no, it's going to be a brand new character. Yeah. You just meet like two it's seconds ago. It was hilarious. Yeah, it was that, But that to me brought back old Twin Peaks. Like I was just like, this is some cheesy bullshit, but that's what they did. That, yeah. And that whole sequence in the sheriff's office that's when i started to question the nature of everything that was going on yeah okay because it was like the end of the wizard of oz yeah it was too clean and you saw his face that that like ghost shot of his face that said we're living in a dream and i was like what (laughs) what what does it mean for me though is this (laughs) but dale (laughs) what is real like what is real it's so funny because i did look online to see because there's i mean the theories abounding about this ending are almost endless but some of them really don't jive with me Mm -hmm. at all like they're almost too detailed like there okay. was this one I read about, like he's gone back in time, and then but she's a time agent, and that's why this the the end. And I'm just like, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. And what I got without giving away everything, mm-hmm. what I really absorbed from it was that you have this Cooper character who's still kind of a Boy Scout and hasn't 
really lived for 25 years, even though he comes out totally physically fine. Like it's like he has an atrophied, he's in totally fine shape. Mm -hmm. Everything's fine. But I'm like, you just missed 25 years. Like, I don't know how long that time seemed. It probably seemed like a hundred years, but it's like stepping into the world. It would be just like, boom, it was yesterday. Yeah. And when he goes back, Mm -hmm. so he uses all of that magic stuff, Mm -hmm. right? He goes back to Firewalk With Me. How they film that. That's what I want to know. I was freaked out for that whole scene because I was like, how did they get this? Is all this footage from... I think they used cut footage. I I, No, I absolutely do. They must have. But I mean, they were right there. It was... And then when it changed to color, then I was really impressed. Yeah. Because at first it was black and white. You're like, well, you can fix a lot of boo-boos with black and white. But then I went to color and they were both in the same frame. It was... It was incredible. But... Magic. That was a fatal mistake. Why you go back to this young girl and say... I'm taking you home. I'm like, don't take her home. No. Take her to the children's services. What the fuck are you thinking taking her home? You know what happened at home. Yeah. And he continues to do that when he comes out the other side with the present day. And we won't go right to the end. But I mean, that it's a mistake. You're like, you're making a mistake. Yeah. And that, I mean, I don't know about the present one because I don't know what happened. We don't know if that snapped out the timeline. We don't. We don't know what happened there. Yeah, something how, how that blows up at the everything. end. Everything, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But that going back, that all happened because he went back and fucked up that timeline. Yeah, and we know it was not successful. Like it changed things, but it didn't but it ultimately didn't. change things. No, and yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it, it just changed things so they were fucked up differently. Yeah. I don't know why people that I was checking in with online seem to be looking past that. And I was just like, that's the whole key to this whole thing is that fix. Yeah. Where he tries to go back and fix things. Yeah. Which we know from all sci-fi you can't do, but this is a whole different kind of thing. Yeah. But it's basically, it's going in to try to repair something. You can't really see what you're doing and you have no idea what the result is. You just know something bad just happened. And I have to say, because I just thought, how are they going to... Like, I just thought, they'll never end this the way they ended the first one. So, you know, like, it's going to be cool and stuff, but they can never... And I have to say, it was equally terrifying yeah. to me. I was, that's what I was going to ask. Did you, yeah. did you have a preference over... I think maybe this one was even creepier. Yeah, I agree. Because it left a different kind of doubt hanging in the air. That is just going to keep... Well, it's uh, evil will always win. Yeah. The only upside you can see is that there's always going to be Coopers trying to fight it. But. But, I mean, that last conversation at the door, was that fucking creepy or what? Holy shit. It's, I'd love to know. And I mean, you're never going to find this stuff out because I love it. They're very guarded about what they'll say about the show. Because what I thought was interesting is the producer, who, uh, this woman who's worked with Lynch for like 30 years, she did a like an AMA. Okay. Huh? And people huh. were like, now this scene with Cooper and Laura, like how was that film? She just went, I'm not going to tell you that. Like she just kept saying, I'm not going to tell you that. Because they don't want people to know how they did it. And they, should, they shouldn't, you shouldn't find out how no, they did it. No, no, because that's... Then it's overexposed. But and then I you, had yeah. so many questions about that final scene because what I thought was interesting too was, I mean, first of all, the name she dropped. Yeah. Wayne, you want to barf. 
from Firewalk and everything. But I was also like, there's so- something really odd is going. Like, I thought the woman looked like she could sort of be related to mm-hmm. Laura, and I can't believe that was an accident. Like, it was just oh, it was just this sure weird sure alternate thing. Yeah, happening like. I did, some people, you know, when he drives into uh, is it Odessa, Texas, because mm. he's looking for the mystery woman. That population apparently is from about 2010. Oh, so he is in the wrong place, but oh. he's in the wrong place anyway because the house is fucked up. Like the yeah, timeline's yeah, yeah. completely fucked, right? And it's because of what he did. Oh. That's what I, I mean, that's what I think. He's just, because I mean, I lost my mind. I knew something bad was going to happen. You have the the foreboding when they get up to that house. Yeah, I felt like I was going to vomit. He does a double mistake. Yeah. His mind is just set on get her home, get her home. He's just entrenched into that. And I don't know if part of it is he's not completely himself by the end. Like what the hell happens at the motel, yeah, they yeah. switch into some other reality there yeah. as well. When yeah. she sees herself hanging out outside the hotel, I knew we were fucked there. Yeah, no, and they I... don't—they don't address that. She just lets it go. She just sits there and watches. You just let it go, and then when they come out in the morning, it's a different place, different car. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. And I mean, those names are mentioned in the very first episode. That, oh, yeah, yeah, that's part of the brilliance and just the madness of it. Yeah. Is like how I did well know he there were there things. were a lot of symbols that kept flashing up, and I kept trying to keep track of them, but it was a lot. It's, but one was the number six. Mm-hmm. There was a six right at the beginning in this electrical thing when he's in like the lo- the the black lodge. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah. a six on um like a post where that child gets hit by a car remember that yeah, whole sequence run. yeah with fucking richard and oh, then there's a God. six before he goes to carrie's house outside there oh. at the end so there's there's these sixes popping out and there's a couple other numbers that pop up is and i'm just like what? six three times is that i don't know if it's i don't think it's that simple no but he you're wouldn't, looking he for these signifiers no. it, it's you know the talk of electricity the whole time, and, and that, I that did constant, notice the, the, the buzzing. buzzing. Oh my god! That's, I noticed right before he and Diane like crossed into this, and they never explained that. I'm like, you're 430 miles away from what? To go where? Yeah. How do you know that this is gonna like change something? Yeah. But right where they did that, I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but the wires looked just like the thing on the card. They went up and they oh did like that. That, that. that like the beard. <laughs> yeah. You gonna kill me? Yes, Daria. <laughs> that was such what a great establisher scene for him. Though. I mean, it was terrifying. Yeah. But I was just like, oh my Christ. Oh, cool. Here we go. Great. Yeah, like yeah. here we go. Yeah, we yeah. know what we're getting Kyle's into. Kyle's like, I get to show you North and South this <laughs> yeah. time. And boy, did he. I'm giving you all the math. The episode where he went to that fucking thing with those gang, like those toughest guys ever, and he did that arm wrestling oh, thing. It was so <laughs> like, he's bo- he's the boss now. Oh, yeah. he's the <laughs> he's, captain he's now. The, he's the boss. It was amazing. <sighs> yeah, I was. You're almost sorry to see him go, and that's a good actor. Yeah, because when. he is a complete destructive force. But what was interesting is, unlike Leland, mm-hmm. it seemed like he had more control over Bob. To me, 
Well, because he's he's Black Lodge Cause it's, Cooper. Because it's Cooper. Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're cut from the like, same cloth. Yeah, whereas... I feel like he was just, like, I'm not saying he wasn't a bad guy. He was, but he was in control. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Leland was, like, a psychotic mess who was just murdering everybody. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't. He yeah. was murdering, but with purpose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he had a plan to, like, he wouldn't go back into that. He was not going oh, no. back into that Black no, Lodge. No, 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 no. He was told right from the beginning, like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, so you gotta go back to the Black Yeah, Lodge he was now. like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm cool. Not, yeah. I'm gonna I'll, leave a bloody I'll trail in my I'll vomit this black ink before I do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> remember they put their heads in the car and they almost die from the smell of the car? This time we need someone from the FBI to be a lady. We're gonna get this super weird anorexic Slick. woman that kind of looks like a raggedy Ann from hell. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And she kind of grew on me. She, but she creeped she me good. out big time. Oh, for sure. Yep. <laughs> you know who I was really glad to see back? Who's <laughs> that? David Duchovny. Oh, as yeah. That was actually, I'd almost she forgotten was... about that until yeah. I saw her again. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was you before. Yeah. Because I, well, because I had all watched it in succession. Yeah, yeah. And I was thrilled yeah because at first i thought what a weird show and i was like wait he was on the show in this part before yeah the first go around denise just looked a little just a little odd not as because he was so much younger so he looked more like a woman so much younger wasn't filmed in the same like hd that this was yeah a little i think it's the age though too oh for sure oh absolutely 25 years ago that they Come fucking on. slurp. That They've ruined cream, cream corn, corn for me. Thank you. Well, I hate everybody hates cream corn. It's everybody's worst nightmare. But that is like like gag inducing. Vile. It's, it's horrifying. Yeah. Like David Lynch. I don't know. So unsettling. Genius. And that, that, that moth frog. Like that's gonna be something his, that haunts me. Forever. His return as Gordon. So good. Yeah. Like the yelling. This is just the constant. He is, he's fucking deaf. But he's not like Turning that. Up and down his ear. His hearing aids. Miguel Ferrer mm. as the like other FBI guy. And he died right after this too. So I'm so glad they got him back because he? he's oh, so good. So, and yeah. he often plays a cop. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> him and Gordon, who's David Lynch. So, like, one of the funniest things on the show the, the was two them. Of them are, yeah, 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 their dynamic. Yeah, I, I think for me the funniest thing is is Colin McLaughlin as as Dougie Coop. Oh, like, he, but playing, it's it's heart wrenching. Catch with his yeah. son, it's heart wrenching. It, but, but it's the, the the fucking music that David's always got going underneath this like elevator music. That's just... yeah. And did you as soon as soon as you got back to Coop right away, it's like. <laughs> Like the fucking yeah, jazz, the jazz music. You're a fine man, Bush No Mullins. I will not soon forget your kindness and decency. What about the FBI? I am the FBI. From him waking up in the hospital to that thing at Twin Peaks Sheriff's was for just there you go. It's like, it I'm was give the you... only time you were allowed to feel actually good yeah. through the whole thing. Yeah. And then Gail's back. And, and we're all going to be fine. Episode oh. 18, it goes oh. right into the fire again. Yeah. 
And what a weird, slow finale. Yeah. Like, after 17, and because 17 ended on, so you're like, yay! We're, and I was just, I was terrified for episode 18. Because I knew, I knew it was going to go to hell. It can't be that clean. It can't No, I knew, up. I knew, because yeah. I thought the ending is going to be scary. Like, if it isn't, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. And the lead up to it was genius, because it was just a car ride. And I love that it went right down to Cooper and Cheryl Lee amazing the less you knew about it because then you're the, just waiting the for that shocking, the whole time the more that, shocking it is yeah. at the end. and it is shocking it's fun, yeah yeah one of my favorite sequences in the whole film is in episode eight which we already talked about but going but the atomic bomb yes and it's this five minute sequence where it's just like a slow pan into or so slow zoom into yeah. this atomic bomb and it's so compelling like it's just and then then it goes it cuts to the giant and his i don't know i, I don't know what her name is the, the woman she's in like kind of 40s oh, this sort of chunky lady sitting yeah, on yeah, yeah 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 and then they're in this this theater and you see this really creepy like female figure that has no like facial features yeah. it's kind of just like this alien blob kind of like vomiting this like cloud of smoke out of her mouth and then you see Bob that's that's sort of like the emergence of of, of Bob the birth of Bob you see uh, so the the giant kind of like floats up and he starts like these stars and like kind of golden orbs start coming out of his head yeah and then you see Laura in yeah. one of those yeah chucking her down to earth so is that what like for me that was preemptive like that was okay we're this is she's not going to be the savior but that's like the maybe a trap to set for bob the whole thing with bob on the the original series was that he wanted to possess her as a child like he did with leland yeah and she always was able to not accept him but why she's stronger than leland but i think i think this is part of it i think this ties into it i think there's something that's like protecting her and then in firewalk with me we go into the with the ring yeah that they have that that... well they didn't do a great job of protecting her did they no no come on she died but then she also was the reason her life was hell her life is hell Hell, like it, it is it's almost comically dark like it's just like not only is this but also this what well, she says a prostitute Everything that she's could cocaine go addict she has like eight boyfriends they're all morons like it was it was a lot yeah i was like how did she have time to do meals on wheels like i couldn't understand going to school and be a prostitute being co- and cocaine dating, addict like, buying multiple cocaine. guys yeah, yeah like girl beyonce only has 24 hours in a day where yeah. do you get those extra hours from because i supernatural that. that's how don't turn into a screaming flame of death oh it's too late oh you did it yeah, you did, did it, it. That's what she loves to do. Yeah, yeah, the the scream almost turns into like a Wilhelm scream by the end. Like it happens so constantly toward the end that yeah. I was getting like a Pavlovian response to it. Like I wanted to hide under the table. Just a little eye twitch every time yeah. it happened. <laughs> and not because, I mean, it is a fabulous scream. She's But it is so queen. distressing. It, yeah. it is the most distressing yeah. horror movie scream yeah. I've ever heard. There's something, I don't want to say this sounding like I'm putting her, like her looks down because she's beautiful, but there is something weird about her face. 
in there's something about the teeth or the mouth or what she does. I there's something like at the end of Firewalk where she's sort of looking at an angel and she's like laughing and crying at the same time. She oh, looks like a yeah, fucking devil. Yeah, like yeah. there is something, and I remember thinking that even when they were watching the first video of her, like playing with her friend or something. Yeah. When Donna. she first dies in the show, like on the original show, and yeah. I was just like, "What an odd woman!" Mm-hmm. Like I could see why she caught his eye. She's kind of got that same allure doing, like, as like community fucking theater and stuff. Like she was wow. not experienced. Wow. She's not experienced. So she was good. She snapped up the chance and she did a good job. I did think she did a better job this time because mm. she's had twenty years of experience. Years. Yeah. 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 Twenty five years and my life is still yeah. trying to get back. <laughs> and now stop. Oh my god. But I put her in the same category. Is kind of like Missy Pyle and Ali Larder, like these yeah. '90s actresses who were blonde, were conventionally beautiful, but did have a bit of like a twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. something's a little. Yeah. You know. Oh, and I have to say, how thrilled was I to see Matthew Lillard, another <sighs> scream queen oh, of the '90s, through and through. And he was so good. He was great. Yeah, yeah. he I... is good. He's always good. But I was just like, he makes of weird choices course, sometimes. of course you're going to get one of the psychopaths from Scream yeah. to be this like harmless. As soon as I saw it was him, I was like, shut the fuck up. He killed her. Yeah. Well, we know, at least we know he killed her. It's fucking Matthew <laughs> Lillard. Did you see Scream? He did it. He was cute, but he did it. He did. Yeah. 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 No, very cute, very... He was, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was just happy just to see him sack. again. I'd say one of the first big scares I got in this series was him in the prison and then the fucking woodsman. Fuck, those were... I... Jesus Christ. I was like, what was that? Yeah, sitting. Oh and just God. floating away and you can see his eyes float the whole time. No, ma'am. No, thank you, ma'am. Oh, he knows what is going to scare people. Yeah. Because again, there's not, there's a few like gross things, but that's not what's scary. No. It's something he else. He knows how to scare you like at your core, it's like this, as a person. It's this perfect blend of like a sca- surrealism. Yeah. Mixed with this. This, it's stuff, it's stuff you don't want to see. Yeah. Like I did not want to see that. And now I just did. He lets slash makes you do the work. He yeah. lets you, your imagination, fill in the blanks of like, okay, well, fuck, what, what's going to happen? It what, reminds oh, God, me of what? like the classic haunting. Make them think something just happened. Yeah. And yeah. he doesn't just use that, but he throws that into his bag of tricks. And there was stuff like that they never really got back to. Like, there were a lot of plot lines that just got left blown in the wind. The same with the first series. Yeah, oh, totally. And they were mine, like, they weren't of huge importance, but you just sort of go, what happened with that? Like, what was that? But I I appreciate that he goes back to him not tying everything up because life isn't like that. Absolutely. And, like, he leaves you unsatisfied in a way that that doesn't leave a bad, at least for me, doesn't leave a bad taste in my mouth. Just leaves me wanting more. No, I'm not pissed about it, but I do think there were literally hundreds of plot lines. I, I, you know, I wish Audrey had, Yeah. I, I feel like he really yeah. just, I don't want to say shit the bed. Like she, she, she's amazing. The actress is <laughs> Well, amazing. and I mean the lead up to, like she did get a lot of screen time, but yeah. then it sort of didn't quite go where you, like it didn't go anywhere it at the end. It didn't go anywhere. Yeah. He was just like, oh, we've got to end this. So yeah. that's it. And you were yeah. like, okay. And that, I did get a little tired of that fighting with her and that husband. It was cyclical. Like, after, like, three of those scenes, I was like, that's probably enough. Like, and I get it, that's Twin Peaks, but it, nothing new was happening. Yeah. And I think that was, he wanted it to be this sort of nightmare scenario. It was happening again and again. So maybe that speaks to a hint of where she is, if she is in a coma or Maybe so. Maybe it's, because I, I definitely got, there was definitely a dreamlike feel to 
several parts of it. That was one. Well, how scared she was to go to the the roadhouse or to leave or do anything. Anything by herself. Yeah. And I mean, certainly the sheriff's apartment thing at the end, I still don't know if that was real. No. It was great. Yeah. I wish it was real, but it was it was so it was like a curtain call. And he says, I'll see you with the curtain call when he goes into this the black world again. <laughs> yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. So do you think one quick thing, I did miss Michael Onkeen, who played Sheriff Harry Estrum, mm-hmm. the first go around. Mm-hmm. He was not in this. I did miss him. I thought he was a really I just mostly is thought he, he was cute. Is he gone? Where is he? He's retired. Oh, so he just, he just said not no. available. He said no. Interesting. There's a lot of actors that actually like came out of retirement for this. And oh, he... the log lady. We had yeah, Catherine so Coulson. So... I think he sort of got her right before she died. I mean, she's obviously very ill. Yeah. She sits in a chair. Definitely, like he's yeah. very clever about it. Yeah. They did it so she could sit in a chair. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that oxygen's real. But she did a great <laughs> job. Yeah. And the other old-timey comeback was Warren Frost as Dr. Will Hayward, who they talked to on Skype, probably on his own front porch. Yeah. Because he's like fucking thousand years old. Like, these were people who were old on the first show. So they're ancient. But they fucking well did it. And his little bit was great. And it was literally on a screen. Mm -hmm. Ton of the thing. But, you know, that night... Oh, Coop was acting real strange. I'm like, yeah, we were there, buddy. Oh, oh was he? Yeah. You noticed? We noticed. <laughs> you know, when his eyes went white and Glad he was salivating. That. Yeah, mm. that was that was cute. I was just going to say, and David Bowie. That was an interesting way they worked it They in, worked though. around it. Who did that voice? Who did that voice? I you gotta be son. You've <gasps> got to be David Bowie, but then also doing a bad Texan <laughs> David was not that great. Okay, I will not stand for shitting on David Bowie. I, you <laughs> no, know, through David Bowie. the hunger, you just I laid know. into him. I didn't I will lay. Not, I just said I will not Jody Foster this was, kind of behavior. He was David Bowie, and which is great, but he was he was pretty over the top in Firewalk. But it was fun yeah. to see him. It was very fun to see him. Um, and what a great way to work him in is this fucking teapot or whatever <laughs> yeah. the hell. Yeah. And what was interesting to me was he helped both of them. He helped. Mr. C and mm-hmm. Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of interesting to me yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, both of them. Hey, Canadians, keep your eyes open when Ashley Judd decides to go home and have a screaming argument with her disabled husband in a wheelchair. That disabled husband is none other than Hugh Dillon from the Headstones. So keep hey, your eyes peeled, oh, Hugh. You. Yeah. He was like, hey, I was on Flashpoint. And they're like, you're hired. You done for and a two done. line part. Yeah. You're in there. All around. I'd love to be great. on Twin Peaks. Oh. <laughs> as a dead person, as anything. So do you think this is yeah. the end of Twin Peaks? Do you think there's I kind of hope it is. Like, I mean, how much more? Where else? I mean, where else would you want to take it? Yeah. You know? I think yeah. And it, I mean yeah. the internet's so annoying. Like literally the next day I was like, is there gonna be a season four? And I was like, calm down. Let's, Calm let's down. Let's let breathe. For yeah, a like, oh my god. Yeah. Seventy-five percent of the cast is over fifty. First of all, let's yeah. be real. Yeah. And I'm just like, are you fucking joking? Like, you just, already we, want a season four? Let's just let it be. Let's let think it die. Think of the trouble of making this season. Like, think yeah. of the effort. 
the amount of people you had to get back. Just the production yeah. effort. It's like yeah. making a 16 hour long movie. Mm-hmm. Like it was so high budge. It was yeah. so good. I don't know how the ratings were for them. I hope that it was good. I hope so. Yeah. Um, it's certainly like on Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a 95%. Like, I mean, people yeah. mostly liked it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's sort of greedy to just keep saying make more yeah. for the sake of making more. Like it's, I don't, yeah. what, 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 what are you going to do? I think you're right. I think, this was a really great 25 years later gift. And it made sense. Like at least, you know, and I mean, I wouldn't have been mad if they never brought it back, to be honest. I'm thrilled that they did, Mm -hmm. but this, they set it up. She said, I'm going to see you in 25 years. They did it. And now it's over. This was icing on the cake in itself. So to ask for more to me is pretty presumptuous. Yeah. And I think, I think. And what do you want? More do you want? What more can you take Honestly, yeah. I can't fucking handle it. Yeah. <laughs> things and things at this point are so mixed up that I don't want it literalized into a I, next chapter. No, I don't want an answer. No. I, I want yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, you can't get better than that. Like I I, I mean, I get think some people were pissed. I oh, I wasn't Well, you're not going to make everyone happy. You no, I wasn't. Are. I loved it. Yeah. And I loved how scary it was. Yeah. And I loved the insinuation of this Judy cannot be crushed because it's part of the world right yeah and it, it is it is you can't say like we just vanquished all evil spirits or you know all whatever bob signifies whatever judy signifies which mm-hmm. i think is sort of i don't think it's a satanic thing i think it's a combination of all evil of all humans yeah just ha- in the air yeah i think it, it's very it feels very much to me like a human a super a human supernatural thing like it yeah. comes from us yeah it's a it's, chemical reaction yeah it's it's, so, it's supernatural yeah but it's it's uh, i don't yeah, know yeah we could we could literally could talk about, about the show this for, for a days <laughs> for days and I, we haven't there's so much we haven't even touched on like no, the, I know. the 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 uh, i not even there's so much we would like to thank you for joining us we both had an exhausting conversation i've just been living in twin about peaks twin peaks for the last couple days because I didn't budget enough time. <laughs> no, he's crammed it. And he doesn't I know where he is. He doesn't insane. know what day it is. And I've also, at the same time, been reading he doesn't know Handmaid's what year Tale. It is. So I'm just, I'm, oh my I'm God. in a real bleak place. Yeah, it's been a bleak week. Okay. Well, it's <laughs> the new for year. Us. New you. I'm okay with it. And I like it. Yeah. So, um, but I was, I was thrilled with Twin Peaks. I was, I was. Both, I, I liked it more than I thought. And I expected good, but mm-hmm. I really got into it. Yeah, me too. So, highly we... recommended. Absolutely. Please, and let us know what you thought. Tweet yeah, us your thoughts. I guess we'll read it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being a friend. Yeah. You know, I, I look at you. I look at me. I look at us. And I'm telling you, our fine dozen listeners, you don't need a New Year's resolution because you're doing just fine. Listening to this podcast, kicking ass at life. We're going to make 2018 awesome, some great shows and great content. So stick with us and we'll see you again in February. Bye. Bye-bye now. Hey, thanks again for firewalking with us through a soul-scorching, head-scratching Twin Peaks podcast. Popular Parallax theme by Ken Chamberlain. 
Join us next month for an ode to Valentine's Day, where although I will acknowledge romance in sci-fi, Nance has some serious convincing to do. <laughs> <laughs>